You are now in tune to the mother crap. Say so-called home of brave and free. Yeah, motherfucking right. Even Ray can see that the American dream wasn't made for me, and really ain't shit changed since slavery. Listen up, black man. I'm trying to give you some knowledge, cause they'll send you ass to prison for they send you to college. And dog, that's real. You can check the stats. The prison's full to the brim, man, with mixing blacks. They had a plan from the jumping all. They can't deny it. They try to hide shit. We see it with our own eyes, bitch. Give a black man a dub for what he sell in this building But why them white collars be embezzling millions And if they stop me in this car then I'm bailing in I probably catch a life for a trunk full of melanin Loose cigs or CDs, whatever you selling in Let them fuckers tell it you a felon in I'm tired of it I totally tried to, I don't know, make a cool type of noise like I was a radio DJ or some shit. That shit totally went the other way. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck was I thinking? (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome y'all to the second episode of The Craft Since 73. It is your dog, bewarn.com. If you didn't get a chance to check out our first episode, please go do so. We are on SoundCloud. Just search for The Craft Since 73. Hopefully by the time you hear this episode, we will be on Apple Music under the podcast section. Uh, please go check us out on Instagram at The Craft at T-H-E-C-R-A-F-T-S-I-N-C-E-7-3. And we go by the same shit on Twitter. Check us out. Uh. A. Uh. A. Block. <laughs> I was feeling myself. Um. Here at the craft, <laughs> we bring you news, music reviews, updates. We talk about current events and all type of shit. We just kind of mix it all up. And that's cool with me. Shit, uh. We also have a Medium page. If you are a member of Medium.com, a website for up-and-coming writers and authors, check us out. Our publication there is, uh, it goes under the same name, The Craft Since 73. Now, hopefully Friday I'll have some uh, music reviews and some, some other stuff to talk about. Today I don't have any music to talk about, but I did have a few things to get off my chest I could not wait until Friday to talk about this. So, oh yeah, the motherfucking pod pedophile. I mean, pod piper. <laughs> Done dropped a 20 minute song on your ass. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I ain't trying to hear it. We know you're guilty, Robert. 
We seem to take, nigga. What was that, 2002, 2003? You ain't made shit good since 12 Play anyway, nigga. Now all your shit sound like this. Check it out. I got off work and I went straight to my house. My baby mama on her phone running in her mouth, yeah. I told her I'm going upstairs to take a shower, babe. Take a shower, babe. I cut the water on the shit would not get hot and all. Maybe my hot water heat up the wind out again. I ain't finished. Hell no, I ain't finished. What you tell her? I told her I'm hungry, boo. She said, cool, I made some food. <laughs> I'm tripping. Yeah, so R. Kelly uh, released a song called I Admit, and it is 19 minutes. And I have not heard the song. I really don't want to hear the song, but from what I hear, uh, it's called I Admit, but he does the opposite of just that. He addresses all the sex cult shit and the, the, the pedophile stuff. Let me tell y'all something. To y'all 90s and y'all 2000 babies, y'all might not know this, but those of us that are a little bit older, we were around when that footage dropped. The footage of him and the women. Uh, I think it was more than one video. Or the girls, I should say. It was 2001, 2002, something like that. Morris Brown College. I came into the dorm building and I was walking down my hall. One of my partner's rooms, his door was open, right? And there was like 12 people inside. So I'm nosy, like, what the fuck is y'all doing? Bro, they had found this footage of R. Kelly, this vile ass footage of, uh, did he pee on the chick or did the chick pee on him? He was eating ass, all kind of shit with a minor. That was R. Kelly, bro. We saw the video. And right after that or right before that, he was on an a episode of BT's Excess Granite, which was like uh, BT's version of MTV Cribs. The same background of that video that he, that, that, that footage that we were watching was the same shit he had in the house on BT's Excess Granite. And when he tried to sell the house years later, the photos that they used to sell the house were identical to the setting of that video. So that was our Kelly. And it, it, it trips me out because we've given this man a pass for all these years. It's like we celebrate his music and listen to his music as if nothing ever happened and here's the thing we got physical actual factual evidence that he secretly married Aaliyah when she was 15 Vibe magazine published the marriage certificate you can google this shit yourself she was 15 when it happened bro that's your man so I right, the main reason I decided to record this show today uh so tired of this shit, man. Clearwater, Florida, which is a suburb of the Tampa St. Pete area. On Thursday, July 19th, a young woman by the name of Brittany Jacobs pulled up into a parking lot of a convenience store. 
Her boyfriend, Marquise McLaughlin, proceeded to get out of the vehicle, go into the store to get some candy for his five-year-old son. While Marquise was in the store, this dickhead by the name of Michael Drejka, D-R-E-J-K-A. I don't know how you pronounce that and really don't give a damn at this point. He got out of his car to confront Brittany Jacobs because Brittany was parked in a handicapped spot. Now, I don't know if Michael was handicapped and was upset because the parking space was taken or if he was just upset that somebody uh, that was not handicapped was in the parking spot. If you look at the video, because there's surveillance uh, footage out there. If you look at the video, he goes and walks around the car, tries to see if they have a decal. Once he does not see one, he proceeds, uh, instead of minding his fucking business, confronting a woman. So that's your first problem. But shit gets worse. Marquise McLaughlin exits the store. He sees his girlfriend uh, in this confrontation with this hostile-ass white man. And he does what any man would do, or at least I, I would think. He goes to protect his girl. He pushes Michael Drejka, however you say his name, uh, on the ground. And Michael proceeds to take his firearm and shoots Marquise McLaughlin in the chest in front of his son and in front of his girlfriend. Now, this is the state of Florida, and we all know they got this stand-your-ground shit going on down there. So, as you've probably already assumed, they have not charged the shooter with the death of Marquise McLaughlin. Uh, and they're calling it uh, Stand Your Ground. Now, to me, I, I know I'm not a lawyer, but here's the thing. So, with Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman, right? Trayvon Martin was minding his own business. George Zimmerman was the one that got out of the car, caused the confrontation for no reason. Trayvon Martin proceeded to defend himself. The white boy couldn't hang, got his ass whooped, and he shot Trayvon Martin, and he got off because of this stand your ground shit. Now, in my eyes and in my mind, if I'm Trayvon Martin, I'm minding my own business, and you chase me down, that is no longer standing your ground. You're not standing your ground. I pose no threat to you. You came fucking with me. So how are you standing your ground when now you're in my personal space? I, I don't understand that. To make matters worse, I don't know if y'all remember, but uh, I think it was 2013, another woman in Florida by the name of Marissa Alexander was sentenced to 20 years. She was black, by the way. Sentenced to 20 years because her abusive spouse or significant other uh, was abusing her and she was tired of the abuse and she got a gun and shot into the air 
to scare him off. Didn't even kill a motherfucker. Didn't even shoot a motherfucker. And got sentenced to 20 years. In the same state. So, to me, it seems as if they are interpreting the law the way that they want to when it's convenient for them. Because a grown-ass man confronted a woman. Now, here's another thing. There's a lot of people justifying this. Even black people. A lot of black people, black people that I would never think or I would have never thought would defend this. But speaking for myself, I'm not the toughest guy in the world. I do not claim to be. But all fucking bets are off if you're a grown man and you confront my wife or you confront my kids. All bets are off, dog. At that point, I don't give a fuck about going to jail. I don't care about nothing. You do not, as a grown-ass man, confront a woman. That's bitch shit. That's hoe shit. If a woman cuts you off, makes you mad, whatever, you ignore that shit and keep going, bro. That is a woman. And I see this reoccurring theme ever since Trump got in office where grown-ass men are confronting and cursing and putting their hands and spitting on black women. I rarely let my wife go anywhere by herself because of that. And I'll just be honest with you. I'm waiting on the motherfucker to try me and my wife. Straight up. That's probably not the attitude I should have, but that's kind of how I feel. And my wife always going somewhere. Walmart, Kroger, this person's house it's aggravating because I just be wanting to stay home and chill but let that be the reason that's the day some right wing conservative says or does some bullshit to my wife so now I go everywhere with her and two days after the incident uh, the sheriff down in Pinellas County down there in Florida held a press conference Addressing the issue, letting everybody know why he did not necessarily agree with charging Michael Drake for murder. Now, keep in mind, this Michael Drake cat has had multiple run-ins down in Clearwater, Water, Florida. Uh, multiple people have stepped up and said, hey, this man has threatened me before he slung racial slurs at me he said he was gonna do this he threatened me with this and that but anyway here's what the sheriff had to say familiar with this person have you been called there to deal with problems that he started in the past yeah i'm not aware holly that we have been called there to deal with him in the past there have been some incidents in the past uh and we're aware of those incidents but what's material here is what happened at that instant you know and we have to recognize that if marquise mclaughlin hadn't walked up to him the way he did and slammed him on the ground we wouldn't be here having this discussion either so what's relevant 
is not whether this guy's a good guy, nice guy, or whether he's a jerk or whether he's a thorn in people's sides and what he's done, whether it's three weeks ago, three months ago, or three years ago, what's relevant, and the only thing that we can look at here is was he in fear of further bodily harm because of what Maurice or Marquise McLaughlin did, and was he in an ability and have the capability to carry it out? And the answer is yes. So that's what we got to look at. And I'm not saying that this guy, he might well be a thorn in people's side. He might be a jerk. He might be all of those things. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. What, what matters is, did McLaughlin slam him to the ground? Yeah, he did. And was this guy put on his rear end? And was McLaughlin standing over him and in a position to do what he thinks McLaughlin was getting ready to do, which was to come at him again and, and harm him further? Yes. And does Florida law allow you to defend yourself and stand your ground? It does. I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, go look at it. What I saw, Marquise McLaughlin walked out. He pushed Michael Draker on his ass. After he pushed Michael Draker, he posed no threat. Even when Michael Draker pulled the gun, you see Marquise McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin, I'm sorry, take a step back almost. It's just like, I don't know if y'all know this, if somebody breaks into your home, they get whatever they're gonna get and then they start retreating, you cannot shoot that person. So, I mean, I'm confused as hell as once somebody backs up and they pose no threat, like how is that standing your ground? I, I don't get it, but my theory is that we had another race soldier. He's been waiting to shoot somebody for a while. He just was looking for the perfect opportunity and he made one on Thursday. I'm calling it what'll probably happen because people are down there protesting now from what I hear. Uh, what'll happen is once this goes to the state attorney or whatever the fuck ever, they will probably charge him. He probably will go to trial and still get off. The funny shit to me, like these police shootings and all these shootings, it just seems to me as more of them happen and they become more and more publicized and more and more attention uh, is is brought to, you know, how police and how, you know, just racial shit in general. You would think people would chill out, but no, the police shootings are getting worse. People calling the police on black people for no apparent reason, shit is getting worse. Uh, people trying to claim stand your ground and self-defense that shit is getting worse and if you look at the video the dude Michael Drake everything about his body language to me says okay you push me I've been waiting on a motherfucker to give me a reason for a while and you just gave it to me I mean, no sense of urgency, no sense of shock, no sense of 
oh, this man's trying to harm me or take my life. I need to get away. He gets pushed and calm than a motherfucker. He pulls out his gun and shoots Marquise McLaughlin. So, rest in peace, man. I'm I'm sick and fucking tired of these hashtags, man. It seems like every six months, every three months, there's another. We will see how this one plays out. Uh, but back to this. What, what really pisses me off was I was having a discussion with a friend today and he and other people kind of chimed in and were justifying it saying well we he shouldn't have shot him but the man didn't have to put his hands on him I mean nah fuck that I'm telling you right now if I walk out of a building and you are in my wife's face and I read your body language as hostile All bets is off. But we'll see how this plays out. I mean, here's my theory, man. Um, the powers that be, and this is on some conspiracy shit, so just, just, just roll with me for a minute. The powers that be, the elite, they have very complicated ways of doing shit. And... Regardless of the outcome, they've set shit up to be complicated so that regardless of the situation, they win. The stand your ground law shit is a perfect example. It never works out good for minorities. It always works in favor for Caucasians. I'll give you another example. The electoral college makes no fucking sense. Hillary Clinton actually got 3 million more votes than Donald Trump, I think. But because of the way they have the Electoral College set up, Donald Trump still won. Does that make any fucking sense? I mean, I understand, okay, well, this state has more people, so they should, you know, get a little... Not, oh, well, honestly, I don't understand because, I mean, even in a, a state vote, let's say, for governor, they don't take the most populated counties and give them more weight than the others. It's, it's done by a popular vote. So why is that not the case for a presidential election? But that's neither here or there, here nor there. That was just an example, you know, I wanted to give of how shit such as the stand your ground law is is so fucking complicated and 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 there's so many running parts to where it don't even make sense so we'll see how that goes y'all that's about my time for tonight first episode went down to 45 minutes so i said i was gonna keep these at 30 i'm gonna get up out of here a little bit early make sure if you have not already follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle name is at the crab since seven three. T H E C R A F T S I N C E seven three. Somebody asked me the other day what does since seventy three mean. Well, this blog is primarily about hip hop and hip hop culture, and according to my research, hip hop began in nineteen seventy three. So that is what. That's all about 
uh, Apple, iTunes, and podcasts, and all that other shit coming up real, real soon. But until then, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on SoundCloud, interact with us, fuck with us. And if you notice, I keep saying us and we, and it's really just my black ass. <laughs> but I'm speaking shit to an ex- uh, into existence. So with that being said, if you are a avid fan of hip hop, you're pretty open minded. Uh, let's see, you pay attention to the news and current events. Holla at your dog, man. We looking to expand the team, or I'm looking to expand the team. Uh, looking to network and build and work with other podcasters and other bloggers and things of that nature. So. Holla at your dog. Hey, hey. I made this beat, by the way. This beat is super old. That brings me to this. Um, if you make beats and you want your beat featured on our podcast, you want me to talk some shit over it, I'll make sure I give you a shout out. Uh, holla at your dog. Send it to the craft since 73 at gmail.motherfucking.com. We out. You are now. Oh yeah. Just so nobody can say I'm giving out wrong information. The name of that show that I saw R. Kelly on on BET was actually called How I'm Living. BET's How I'm Living, not Access Granted. Access Granted uh, was another show. Just wanted to clear that up. I right, I'm out for real this time. You are now in tune to the mother crab. Yeah, boy.